Well, first of all, I think it's, it's important to stress that there, there are alternative ways of uh, connecting with those who may have uh, no documents or their documents may be out of order, uh, involving inviting people to meetings and, and so on and so forth. What we were concerned about was the nature of the raid that took place in the dead of night with a very large, almost paramilitary force involving the army and a private security company, uh, scooping up 400 people, many of whom are not undocumented, uh, not giving them enough time even to gather their documents and, um, I must add, their medication together, and taking them down to the central Joburg police station, leaving them there for days on end, not knowing what, uh, what's going to happen to them. And we think the damage that's done by that type of action to community relations and the damage that's done to the confidence and, uh, and uh, the, the sort of fear factor of those, all, those communities already besieged is, is really very, very damaging. We think there must be another way that's open uh, rather than these military-style operations. So uh, well, what exactly are you going to do moving forward in order to try and, you know, uh, basically get police and government to deal with these matters in a manner that you deem acceptable? Well, we've done two things, really. The first thing is that we've mobilized all the people that supported our magnificent march through the streets of Johannesburg and alerted them to the fact that these people are being have been arbitrarily arrested and have been subjected to denial of their rights and so on. So there's been very good mobilization. Uh, secondly, we've taken legal action through our friends in Lawyers for Human Rights. Uh, and this is a very sad, a sad uh, thing to report, that here we are in 2015, living in a democratic society with a, an absolutely wonderful constitution, and yet we have to rely upon Lawyers for Human Rights to go to the High Court to seek an interdict for... First of all, to gain access to those who have been arrested. Can you imagine that people were denied access to legal representation and, and advice? And then secondly, to take an interdict to stop deportations taking place before people's documentation has been properly checked. Now, we think it's a very sorry and sad state of affairs when an operation by the Joint Ministerial, Commission, um, Joint Ministerial Committee on looking at the question of crime uses tactics like this instead of really trying to get, undermine the, the, the causes of crime and so on. So that's what we're doing. We're going to be engaging through, uh, through David Makura, the, the Premier, who's been very supportive of the anti-xenophobic activity that we've been engaged in. Uh, but he's helping to facilitate a meeting with the Joint Ministerial Committee members. And we will put to them very strongly that operations like this, Operation Fiela, which is supposed to be tackling crime, is doing more harm than good if it blames so-called illegal immigrants for crime. We think the equation of, of being undocumented with crime is a very unhealthy one and can actually fuel xenophobic sentiment rather than undermine it. Given that there is a problem with illegal immigrants coming into the country, what do you say to those people um, who would say that uh, through your actions you are, in a sense, uh, basically condoning this sort of behavior? Well, nobody's condoning illegality of any description. But, you know, being undocumented or not having the correct paperwork is not tantamount to being a criminal. And we think, if you look at the evidence of the actual numbers of people who are undocumented, it's a very small minority of a minority. Uh, you know, contrary to often the, 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 some of the messages that are put across in the media, you know, our country is not being swamped by legal immigrants. 
our inner cities are not being completely taken over by illegal immigrants. There are immigrant communities. By and large, they manage to be integrated and so on. And that's the case of every major city in the world at the moment. It's the very nature of the globalized world we live in, that populations are shifting, are moving, etc. What we really need to do with our wonderful constitution and our record of sitting around a table and negotiating and talking away these issues rather than acting preemptorily is to make sure that our immigration system is a human rights-based approach, has a human rights-based approach, and that we, fundament, with the fundamental rights of all of our citizens and people within our country, are protected and reflected in the immigration policies that we have. At the moment, using immigration policy or breakdowns in the immigration policy to attack vulnerable communities to, seems to us to be completely ir irresponsible.